previous video, uh, video 2.10, I talk about how sometimes when you, you know, start moving in this direction of self-management and just creating safety around having real conversations, um, some organizations are surprised that um, what shows up at first is quite a lot of resentment from past hurt, right? Um, you know, people distrust top management and now it's the first time that they can actually talk openly about it. And so sometimes you just have to create a space to let all of that out before people are ready to move on and trust you and, um, you know, uh, go towards this new uh, uncharted territory that you're inviting them to. Um, here I want to address a particular version of that. Um, and it is that it seems that in some self-managing teams, um, people can be suddenly really harsh with one team member or maybe two team members. Um, and it's the same phenomenon. Uh, what has happened in these teams is that there you know, is one person in that team that you know, has been a pain in the neck for everybody. Um, has not done their fair share of work, has been negative, has been, you know, just making life very difficult for everybody else. But somehow that person was protected by the manager, or at least the manager didn't want to step in. And so the team felt powerless and had to endure, um, you know, that asshole or that, you know, difficult person for a long time. And now as sort of you remove the protection of the manager, you know, there's a lot of resentment that comes out from the team towards that person. And um, so I've, I've heard that from not many, but, but a few organizations that were sort of surprised by, by the sort of, of this level of resentment um, that, that played out. And yeah, so this is interesting, right? As, as we learn to step into, into our power, to own our power, um, mostly what it comes out is really beautiful. But sometimes, for a while, there's also the shadow side, you know, of our, of our human nature that might come out, um, as happens in these teams. And we should just accept that and we should not be angelic about it. You know, this, this is human nature. Um, so, so yeah, how to, how to deal about it? Um, I think a good way to deal about it is to um, have a conversation about that up front. You know, before you even start moving with the team to self-management, you know, talk about um, you know the history of the team and, and possible resentment. So at least people know how to place this. Um, uh, second, second thing is that you can have um, you know uh, coaches be present at the first team meetings, um, so that there is sort of an outside person who can hold that space for these difficult conversations and avoid that this conversation turn ugly, um, but actually have a real conversations about, okay, so what's now happening? Like, you've been a pain in the neck for a while um, for us and you've been protected by a manager, you know, how do we deal with this? How do we deal with this going forward? Um, I talked in the previous video about how it makes sense to have regular check-in meetings um, with the team, simply to see how we're progressing. So there's actually then a dedicated space to talk about um, some of these, some of these issues, um, and um, and then you might choose, like Beardsark, to have dedicated coaches that are assigned to 
to various teams um, that people can, can call so that when there's an interpersonal conflict, people can, you know, can call the coach and the, the coach comes there. Or, um, if you're a smaller organization, there might just be you know, one person that people know they can turn to when they have interpersonal conflict to, uh, to try and help out. Um, so yeah, you know, be prepared that this, this might happen. Um, and if this happens, you know, if you're in the middle of this, um, I would urge you to um, make sure that you get an external person in the room who can hold the space, uh, but not to make the conversation go away, but actually to, in a constructive way, really talk about, explore sort of the past hurt and resentment, let it all come out in a constructive way, also hear the other person, and then have a very frank conversation about, you know, is this repairable? You know, to, or you know, should that person move to another team or somewhere else because because this is beyond beyond repair? And you know, let the team own that decision. Um, so you're really just a, a facilitator. You're no longer a manager that finds a solution for the team. Um, maybe one final thought. Um, I, I notice that some people are surprised when you know things are. Difficult with self-management when when issues arise. Um, somehow they have this image that everything you know should now be smooth and perfect, and it really strikes me um, how we sometimes have these very different standards um, when it comes for, for 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 a new paradigm. You know, for a new paradigm, we imagine that the success should be hundred percent. Right. Um, let me give you an example of this. In um, say that you have a, an alternative um, medicine, you know, a doctor in alternative medicine who feels like he stumbled upon um, a method to treat cancer in a much better way. Right? Well, it's very risky to do that because if you do that and you only have one patient who dies, you're likely to be dragged in front of courts and go to prison. And we completely forget that in traditional medicine, People die of cancer every day, and we find that normal. So we have a different standard. Something new should be absolutely perfect, whereas the existing system, we know it's crap and it doesn't work, right? And so um, to bring it back to self-management, you know, yeah, sometimes in self-management for a while, you know, some of the ugly sides of human nature can come out. But if you compare it to how much of that ugliness comes out pretty much every day in traditional hierarchical organization, um, you know, it's infinitely less. And so, you know, we, we shouldn't, I think, imagine that, you know, suddenly, you know, humanity will be freed of all of its shadow sides. They will still appear. Um, let's simply manage them. But let's also acknowledge that the yardstick should be how bad it is now and not perfection. Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy, and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to gift back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.